It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, talking everything Ipswich with Walter Williams and Ashley Mack in our regular chat over the back fence. We're keeping it mostly positive, especially this month after a series of massive backflips in the council chamber. We talk midwinter fun in Ipswich, new businesses, stealth bombers, and we look back at the old Winter Garden Theatre in East Street. It's Tuesday, July 19, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 31 years and you do know his voice on many TV and radio ads and he was previously heard on QFM, Star FM, River and 4BC. Welcome, Walter. Oh, mate, good to be here as we work to retirement. <laughs> Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich, growing up in Ebervale, which didn't affect him very much at all. He was the very he was the first voice on QFM in February 1990. He is still a media tart, and like Walt, is heard almost everywhere, and he's a small business owner. Welcome, Ash. I, you know what I'd really like to be, though? What? A, a big business owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few jokes going around of... Some entrepreneurs, how do you take a big business to turn, turn yeah. it into a small business? Yeah, sell it to Alan Bond or whatever, yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, it's midwinter, and the day we're recording this, you wouldn't know it. It's a quite a balmy day, but this month I thought we'd keep it mostly positive for our yarn over the back fence. But there's no escaping the fact that COVID is not over. Some people are pretending it's over. It's not over. Record cases. And Ash, I want to ask you, do you know anyone who's had COVID? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I got it, my oh, wife got it, no. and my um, youngest son got it, and we were all sort of battened down here for about seven days. It was it was amazing, but fortunately, because of the jabs, it wasn't too bad. We uh, we survived it. I think there was just two nights where I was a very grumpy little Vegemite, I tell you. <laughs> and now, interestingly enough, your voice is your income. Were you able to use it on those couple yeah, of days? Yeah, actually, it didn't. Um, wow. I didn't lose the voice. I just, it just got a little bit a little bit spicy. Mm, okay. Well, uh, what about you, Walter? Gravitas. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh, look, you? I, I'm living with a, the plain old head cold at the moment, right? right and, okay. and, and And still doing what I do. It just makes it deeper. And <laughs> so get in quick before it goes, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just thinking, how deep can you go? <laughs> but, but it's, inter- <laughs> it's interesting because I had a trip to the docs today to check up on some bloods for the whole type two thing. Mm. Uh, uh, good results, by the way. Um, and 
as such, you get banned to the outer room. You can't go no. into the inner sanctum. So you have to sit outside and wait, even though you've just got a head cold. You know, it's not the real deal. It's, mm, mm. But it's, given all it's that, not even the flu. Yeah, given all that, are you yeah. back to wearing face masks? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have been for a while, for, uh, for, for quite some time, even before the government suggested it's a good idea. Just looking at the flu numbers alone, yeah. uh, last year the flu was down and over the last couple of years because we've been wearing some protective face wear. Um, and, of course, getting the jabs, as you say. So I'm three jabs in and that'll do me for now. But uh, I'm definitely wearing the, the face mask whenever in public. What about Penny you, Ash? Been, well, Penny and I have been wearing them because they're actually mandatory in the hospital. Of course. Yeah. So mm. we've been wearing them. And that, fortunately, we always have plenty on us. But yesterday, I had to do a bit of a round trip. We went down the coast and came back and did a bit of shopping. Went to Harbour Town. Not many people wearing masks. Right. Went to Ikea. Not many people wearing masks. But they look at you as though you've got leprosy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's really weird. No. <laughs> But you're, you're doing the right thing. You really are. Yeah, well, I only do it because if I put a mask on, I go from a five to a ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let's move on to the big controversy of the moment, which is, I think, finally resolved within Ipswich City Council. The council is flip-flopping and flip-flopping again on deciding the Pasali name. We'll keep it brief. Uh, and as, as I said, it has been a, a rocky few weeks. What are your final comments, Walter? Mm, well, glad it's over, I guess. But I can understand the mayor's position on this because there were some very serious sexual allegation charges laid over this, which does make you rethink the naming of certain parts of the town. And then, of course, on the other hand, you've got someone who did so much for the city of Ipswich. Um, it's You're a little torn between... but. Ultimately, um, it's probably a good decision. Ashley? I'm the opposite way around. I don't believe the council should be changing history. I, uh, I, it's not, I don't think it's them. They don't have a mandate to do that. In 50 years' time, who are we, how are we going to be able to say, oh, that street over there is named after that bloke who did this? Right? Whether it be positive or negative, mm. there's a reason for it to happen. And... You know, it's a piece of history, I think, that they've dropped out that we shouldn't have, we, we should have kept. As I said, we'll keep it brief and now we'll keep it positive. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things to see and do around Ipswich in uh, wintertime and coming up to springtime. A couple of these events are either just happened or uh, there's only a couple of features left in them. But they are worth talking about because put it in your calendar for next year. And I'm talking Ooh. about the Spark Ipswich Festival. Mm. Uh, it has been absolutely fantastic. I saw St Mary's lit up the other night with all the projection lighting and it just gets people out and about and rediscovering the city centre. Have you seen much, Ash? Mate, I, I, I've seen the things going on and I noticed how many of the events have been sold out. Yes. And the sheer number, the crowds are there and my kids, my grandkids and that have gone. I, only, I heard one negative comment and I do agree with it. What's that? Why do we have our festival in winter? Mm. Because... It, a lot of those things are at night time and you don't particularly want to take the kids out when it's freezing cold. Why can't we have it in the, the either in September, October, November or, or, or March or something? Well, who knows what the feedback is? It's not a bad point, Ash. What do you think, Walt? Mm. It's a very valid point. Mm. And we, we've had one of our uh, coldest winters 
for, for, for many years at yes. Ipswich. Uh, <laughs> it come, coincide with uh, this festival. I finally got to it last night and uh, it was brilliant. Just really enjoyed it. And, and myself and thousands of others too. It was uh, very popular. People looking at the slides the artists have created on the church because last night was the finale. Yes. Uh, there was the all the bands on stage and uh, multiculturalism represented there brilliantly. Um, there were food trucks, as a lot of us had suggested after last year was necessary. They created a, a bar area. Um, I, I think they've really taken it to the next level. The only thing that was missing, of course, in 2022 was the river feature of the festival. All right. And 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 I I can understand why part of it hasn't been reopened. I th- I'm pretty sure there's some structural damage has actually been done to Riverheart as part of. Um, oh, there's a reason for that. Apparently, the the, the Riverheart feature that was should have been featured is now at Baval. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, a lot of those uh, walkways of, that were underpinned at the river there, they, yeah. they're a bit dodgy at the moment. So that's why they haven't reopened that part of the river again. So unfortunately, that was a, an element that was missing this year and it would have been nice. Hopefully we get it back in 2023. And Spark which as I said, is a good reminder to rediscover the city centre. Uh, mm. Talking of that and... Uh, there's 21 new businesses opened in Ipswich CBD, according to Council. Uh, one of those uh, you and I have patronised not that long ago, Walter. That was the Rusty Nail. Yeah, and it was it was going off last night as well. It was, uh, yeah, they have a great custom at uh, the Rusty Nail. So uh, good on them. Isn't it brilliant to see that they've actually got this side of the river moving again? Mm. It's like it's taken a lot of cranking to get it going. It certainly yep. has. And we all know the reasons, and we won't go over those again. Let's mm-hmm. just uh, look, look to the future and, yes, get the rest of those shop fronts filled up and more events in Tulma Place to uh, be a bit of a magnet for people. That's what we need. The dinosaurs were fantastic over the school holidays too, if you didn't get a chance to see the, the Ice Age exhibition. Now, it's not all about the CBD when you're getting out and about in Ipswich. The little day out looked like it was fantastic in Ripley. An absolute little day sellout too. Great to see. And uh, as the population keeps uh, going gangbusters in the Ripley Valley, uh, we're sure to see more events around Ripley Town Centre. But one of my favourites, now this is big, CMC Rocks, after being COVID cancelled. Yeah, some great acts coming there. Like I was reading through the names before. They're not household names here, but some of the imported acts are going to be brilliant to see. If you're into country music, you will know those names, Ash. Just about everyone on that list is uh, familiar to me. And uh, Brad Paisley and Kane Brown being the headline acts. And and Morgan Evans, being the Newcastle lad, made it big time over in the US. He's coming back home for that show. So get your your boots, scooting boots on you two. And And it's in (laughs) September, so it'll be warm. Yes, and get out to CMC Rocks. Now, do you like the sound of freedom, guys? Have you been enjoying the free air show with the Americans visiting mm. Amberley? Absolutely amazing. Those stealth yeah. bombers, aren't yeah. they incredible to watch? My uh, youngest son is actually a sparky out there, and he got to see them on the uh, on the runway, and he said it's just, just mind-boggling, the technology. And they're old planes. Mm. True. Yeah, it's not like it's the cutting edge. It, no. it, they're old planes, but... 
It, it just looks fantastic. It doesn't have a tail, Dad, he said. It doesn't have a tail. <laughs> now, it, Walter, it's a, you're it's a, a misnomer, though, Alan and, and Ash, because the stealth bombers, I've seen them easily from my place. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not so stealthy. <laughs> but that's a good lead-in to the... Um, yeah. Uh, the fact that there's going to be an air show. They're calling it the Ipswich Ambly Air Tattoo. That's coming up on the 29th and 30th of October. Did you guys go to the last air show at Ambly? Uh, I went to one um, in 1975. Oh, <laughs> and, and John Knox was actually the PA guy from a stationary helicopter hovering above the field. That's right. That's a, He's into aviation. And I do remember right. the, the last uh, big air show, which is mm. quite a few years ago. When, when would it have been, Walt? Can you remember? About five or six years ago. Yeah. And, and John yeah, Knox look. was also the commentator from the control tower that on that event too. Did a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to the air show. It just draws thousands of people. Excellent. It'll be a huge one. draw card for the city. Huge mm-hmm. draw card. And while we're still in the air... What about the other weekend on the Saturday, I think it was June 25, it was called Exercise Dawn Strike, and there was a whole lot of uh, super hornets and growlers uh, assembling at Amberley, and I forget which ones came from Townsville, but they left quite early. The Amberley contingent took off to meet them, and then they all came back. Did you hear that? No. I heard the noise, but I didn't hear them go over. That's what it was, Exercise Dawn Strike. And in some parts of Ipswich, in rural Ipswich, you you get a free air show when they fly over in formation. It's just spectacular to watch. Sorry, by by definition, a growler to me is a ceramic pot you put beer in. (laughs) (laughs) No, these ones shoot at you. Yes. I remember I used to live at One Mile and we were on the, uh, must have been on the uh, the approach to the, and when the planes would come over, I could lie in the pool and read Dunlop. They were that large. <laughs> oh, that's close. Yeah. Incredible. The Park to Park's coming up on the 31st of July. I hope you've got your training in. Walter, how much have you been running? Oh, yes. Strap the boots on, mate. <laughs> I'm ready. Mate. I can do this. I've had a look at the things that you can sort of register for, and there's like marathon, half marathon, 5K, 10K, 2.5K. What about the 200-yard I'm puffed? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that'll yeah, be that, your category. That's, that's, that's yeah, category, mate. <laughs> but there is a, there's a 5K walk. I could do that with my dog. That might take all day because mm-hmm. he is so slow. Mm-hmm. Or I'm thinking maybe going in the mascot marathon. It's, it's free to enter that one. Right. No, it's, it's a great fundraiser for the Ipswich Hospital Foundation, and I forget how many years it's been on now, a long time. Oh, long and time. people come from far and wide. It's not just Ipswich runners and walkers. Yeah, huge so, event, uh, Yeah, check out their website as well. Yeah, that's going to be big. Um, down at Limestone Park, of course, which is a beautiful park in itself and uh, one of the places we mentioned uh, in recent uh, over the back fence talking about the uh, Memorial Pool. Yes, indeed. Mark it in your calendar, July 31. Let's wrap it up this month, keeping it all positive again. Uh, we did a bit of reminiscing about the Jim Gardner pool last month, and this month it's the Winter Garden Theatre, which was on the corner of East and South Street. The original theatre was designed in 1925, seated about 2,000, so that's a decent size. It was. Who went to the old original theatre? Ash, you've got your hand I, up. Mate I, mate, I can remember going with my parents Right, to Saturday night, um, uh, we would sit in what was called the dress circle. There was two levels of the old theatre, and the dress circle was up the top, and we were furthest right, up the back, in front of – we always had the same seats, and they'd play, play Bert Kemfort 
while we were waiting for the movie to come on, a walk through the Black Forest or something like that. Yes. And I can also remember getting to my um, teenagerhood, is that what you'd call it, and we'd go there on a uh, Saturday afternoon for the, the matinee session. You'd find your little girlfriend and go and sit at the back in the dark. Here's something for you. There used to be a fish shop and a fish and chip shop run by the Galise family which was in um, Limestone Street. And what we'd do is we'd go tearing out of the theatre during intermission, run down there, get a p- hot chips, come back, and they were wrapped in the old butcher paper style, and you'd tear it open the end and watch the second movie, Eating Hot Chips from Galicia's. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a memory for you. Oh, why didn't, why yeah. didn't the, the theatres missing out there? They should have been selling hot chips. Yeah, well, they didn't. They just sold really expensive jaffers that we used to roll down, you know, <laughs> to make noise and annoy people. It's a good has, point, though. Yeah. Bring back the double feature as well. Oh, yeah, the old style. I think they still do it at some of the drive-ins, Walt. They do at the drive-ins, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see it at the cinemas too. Yeah. They used to do movie marathons at the cinemas as well, but they're pretty rare now. Now, Walt, you suggested we have a yarn about the Winter Garden because there were two Winter Gardens. There was the original one. If you Google it, you'll find some pretty interesting uh, photos and videos online mm. of the theatre. And then it was replaced at some point with the newer structure, which is the street frontage as we kind of see it there today. What are your memories of going to the Winter Garden? Well, I've been in town since 1990, and and we used to go to the cinema a lot. Well, we still do, of course. Um, but love going to the cinema there because it was just one of those traditional, old-fashioned style movie houses that you could go to and uh, put your feet up, not literally on the seats in front of you, and, and watch some great movies. And uh, thank goodness the the guys at R.W. Ramsey have sort of, even though it's all closed now and it's it's part of the history of the this city, they pay tribute to it with uh, movie posters, daybills, yeah, in their um, in their new building, which is nice. Fantastic. Mm. There was a winter garden in every town, of course. You, everyone oh, would remember yes. the winter garden in Queen Street. Went there lots of times as a kid. Yes. And uh, the winter garden in Townsville was a similar inside to Ipswich from memory. Looking at the photos, great fun memories with those uh, really big theatres that seat two thousand. Or more. Last word on the Winter Garden. And they were glamorous theatres, weren't they? Oh, they were. were. There's something about an older era. No air conditioning, but glamorous. (laughs) (laughs) The interesting thing is it wasn't just a theatre because I remember there was an Ipswich band called Bad Habits in the the 70s and they actually played there. They had one of their gigs at the the cinema. I think they used to use it for um, musical events for the schools as well from memory. And again, yes, again I think you're right. Because of the staging. Yep. Mm. Mm. That's awesome. Well, we'll come up with another one for next month. In the meantime, guys, we'll keep it short and sweet this month. Thank you for the yarn over the back fence. Been a pleasure. See ya. Thanks, guys. And a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts, or play Ipswich Today from Smart Speakers. Smart Speakers.
Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.